0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. After leaving the mountain, Jesus and his disciples made their way through Galilee. And he did not want anyone to know, because he was instructing his disciples. He was telling them, The Son of Man will be delivered into the hands of men. They will put him to death, and three days after he has been put to death, he will rise again. But they did not understand what he said and were afraid to ask him. They came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, What were you arguing about on the road? They said nothing because they had been arguing with them was they had been arguing which one of them was the greatest so he sat down called the 12 to him and said if anyone wants to be first he must make himself last of all and servant of all he then took a little child set him in front of them put his arms around him And said to them, Anyone who welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me, and anyone who welcomes me welcomes not me, but the one who sent me. The Gospel of the Lord. They were arguing on the road about who is the greatest. And I am reminded about humility by this gospel and the importance of humility. Saint Augustine has that quote where he says that in order to have a spiritual life, in order to have a spiritual life that can reach up high, we have to have roots that go down deep. Comparing our spiritual life with a tree, the roots that go down deep are the roots of humility. And the branches that reach high are those of love and service. Humility, I I remember thinking a lot about what is humility And now that i thought a lot about it, I don't need to anymore because I'm the epitome of humility, right? I am my greatest virtue, as we say. It's supposed to be a joke, but uh, you never know if people laugh or not. Remember my first homily I ever gave here, nobody laughed at my jokes. And then the next month, everybody said how funny I was. So I was like, why don't you laugh? But nevertheless... Humility is uh, an important virtue to reflect upon because you know, when we think of humility, we say how important it is and how admirable it is, but what does it mean? Because does it mean that I have to think I am very little and low? Does it mean I have to mistreat myself? Sometimes when we read the lives of saints, we can get that false impression. What is humility? It also seems to be in contradiction with having self-confidence. Having confidence as I go forward in life. Because I'm always thinking, I am a worm. I am horrible. I am a worm. I am horrible. That's not humility. Humility. But what is humility then? It's definitely something different, but is it, it's not this egotistical exaltation of self where I say, I am the center, I am everything. That's for sure. That's not humility. It's also not this fixation saying, I am no good, I am horrible. I am no good, I am horrible. It's not that either. The bond between those two actions is the fact that I'm still saying I all the time. If I'm saying I am horrible, I am horrible, I'm still too fixated on myself. And I lack humility. Sometimes we call that navel-gazing, looking at your belly button too much and saying i i can't do anything right humility is something different altogether it seems much more to be not fixated on where i stand in life the apostles they're looking in this passage to stand up high who is first It's not either about who is last. That's not humility. It seems more to be a habit of consistently thinking of the other. Thinking about what the other may need. What is objectively needed. And a person who has the habit of humility is someone who notices things going on around them. A person with a habit of humility is going to put order to their intention. Meaning, sure, we're going to, um, I don't know, do this or that for our own good. We're going to do a good job at work, let's say. For our own good. For our own ego, our own self-confidence. There's a little bit of that in us. But that shouldn't be the primary reason. The number one reason why we do what is good is because it's good. Because it's right. Because it's true. I remember once when I was in uh, the novitiate there was a debate that was put on between the brothers. And I was asked to debate on one side. And it was me versus another brother. And in the novitiate, you don't have anything to think about besides God and your studies, you know? So I was focusing on it, focusing on it, focusing on it. And when I was two weeks away, I realized in my own heart that I couldn't put order to it meaning I couldn't do the debate for the sake of the truth. I was doing the debate in order to win, in order to exalt myself. That time, I took myself out of the debate because I didn't feel like I was going to do it right. Nobody told me to. I took myself out of it. Maybe I could have gone through with it, too, not saying one should take oneself out. But if I went through with it, I would have had to have struggled to put order to my intentions, to debate for the sake of the truth and not for my own winning. And that's what I mean by putting order to one's intentions. Why are we serving our children? Because we love them. Why are we working in our work? Because we're fighting for the good of other people. Whether it be in a supermarket, a construction company, or at a school. I'm fighting for the good of others. We don't do it primarily for the money. But we do do it secondarily. Because we have to survive. We have to survive, of course. it's interesting. Humility has to do with putting everything in order in our hearts, right? But it also has to do with forming the habit so that it becomes easy to go to the debate and only care about what is true. Because if I'm always fixated on whether or not I'm winning or I'm losing then when I go to the debate, I'll have bad habits. And I will get mad or get sad and not care about the truth, not care about the good of others. Humility is a very important virtue. In fact, if humility was on a coin... One side of it, one side of the coin would be marked humility, and the other side of the coin would be marked love. Because humility is the habit of putting others first. And if I'm always putting you first, I'm capable of loving you. If I'm always putting myself first, I'm incapable of loving you because I love myself too much." And so humility is necessary. If we want to learn to love, we have to learn to be humble. But that takes a bit of fighting. Why? Well. Often today when I think of humility, I think of someone being very like, I'm very humble and I'm not going to fight for anything because I'm putting other people first. And that's not true. Mother Teresa, who is a great example of humility, was tough as nails. She was a tough, tough woman. She was so tough that she would bend politicians around her finger. She's a strong woman. Humility does not mean uh, psychological weakness. It means that I have to fight for what is good. Fight to serve others. Fight for what is true and right. Be clear and clean. And don't be some mockery of humility. That would be like, oh, eh," you know? like all week. No, 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 no. We have to fight for love and truth because it is worth fighting for. One of my favorite quotes of Samwise Gamgee was, there is goodness, Frodo, and it is worth fighting for. There is. And so let us ask God that he might intervene in our hearts and teach us true humility so that we might place others first, becoming the servant of all, that we might begin to form habits of consistently putting others before us, and we might not be afraid to fight for what is good. In the name of the Father and the Son,